0: I have given this sermon entitled uh, Faith and Obedience. Jesus spoke once and he said the way which leads to eternal life is narrow. And the way that leads to destruction is broader. And there are many goals. So, the way that is moving toward eternal life is the way that a sinner has to be transformed and reach the heavenly standard, which he cannot fit or he cannot attain by himself, except he get external power from heaven. So, I would like all of you to turn to the book of Hebrews 11, chapter 8. Hebrews 11 and chapter 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which... By faith, when Abraham, he was called to go out in a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out knowing not where he went. So God is speaking to Abraham. He is revealing himself to Abraham that go to a place that I will show you. So God never gave Adam precise where really he was going. He told him that you have to go. So he went by faith, not knowing where he was going. So Abraham, after receiving instruction from God, his responsible or his, his his reaction was to move by faith, not knowing where he was going. So, Abraham journeyed, and when you go to verse 9, it says, By faith he journeyed in the land of promise, as in a stranger country dwelling in tabernacle with Isaac and Jacob, the heir with him of the same promise. Faith and obedience. I want to use this few minutes this morning to talk about faith and obedience. Because what is the greatest question in the universe? The greatest question in the universe is if God can be obeyed by his creation. All these 6,000 years, the great controversy is, can creation keep God's law, God's requirement? That is the issue all this war, all these calamities that have been taking place in this planet, the question is, can creation, can can God's creature keep God's commandment? Because remember, Lucifer's accusation in heaven is that your law cannot be obeyed. You are selfish. You are a traitor. You cannot do any sacrifice. So, all this has taken place. God Allowed the great controversy. The plan of salvation is to unravel and see if his creation, human being, his creatures can keep his commandment. Now we will see, because this, what we are dealing with, is not the issue of this planet. This is the universal issue. Other planets are watching what is taking place here. When certain accusation is there, God is is, is proving before the universe that my law can be holy and my law can be observed and my people can keep my commandment. And I require total, I mean total, unquestionable obedience. So this is the issue. So I want us to check the life of Abraham. The message of God come to, uh, uh, came to Abraham. Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house. And to lend you. that I will show thee in order that God might qualify him for his, his great work as a keeper of sacred oracles, the law of God. Abraham must be separated from the association of his early life. Come out of her what? My people. The influence of kindred and friends will interfere with the training which the Lord proposed to give his servant. Now that Abraham was in a special sense connected with heaven, he must dwell a stranger. His character must be peculiar, different from all the world. So Abraham has to be different from the world. Because the people that are watching Abraham here are just a small group. Abraham is being watched by the entire universe. Certain accusation is standing there that nobody can keep you alone. That's why I fell. And for you to take me out of heaven, being this planet, you are a traitor because you are lower difficulties. They cannot be of faith. And God has said, look, by my power and my grace, I'll give them power to take my life. And it, I want to tell you this morning. This is the greatest accusation ever. Because Lucifer was before God. He knew God more than all angels. He was before Him. He used to cover the throne of God. So he has a bright and the highest knowledge of the love of God. And it's so false. Yet he. So God in presenting Abraham as a subject and to reveal the story of the great controversy of what will take place. He could not even explain his cause of action so as to understood by his friends. Spiritual things, spiritual things. You don't need so and so to know why you are living, you are not following a certain thing. When you come to this group of this particular people, like Abraham, to be peculiar God's people, your friend will wonder at you because things you you used to do with them, you don't do it no more. And Abraham was different, and his motive action were not comprehended by his eyes. Was thus brought upon Abraham. No small sacrifice what, that was required of him. There was strong tide to bind him to his country, his kindred and his home. But he did not accept to obey the call. He had no question to ask concerning the land of promise, whether the soil was fertile. We don't need to have clear understanding of everything. We needed to believe God and move by faith. That is the bottom matter of the great controversy. By faith, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise, offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a finger. So after Abraham has left his country, when he was in the promised land, again God came and said, now go and offer thy son, thy only begotten son to me. And why did this thing happen? Because we want to see, why did, did God told him to do so? You see, Abraham, when he was told to wait for him to get a son, he did not wait. As how we do too. We pray for things and then we help God to do. We do that most of the time. You know, yeah, we have prayed, but we have to do A, B, C, D in order to get that. Well, no, no, we have. So, Satan accused God that Abraham was not. Perfect because he could not wait. So God called Abraham and told him now you have to go and offer your son. Now, Patrick and the prophet page 151 as they were about to begin the journey of the third day. Now Abraham has already received the instruction from God. He has been in grief and pain, and he has he has tried. When you read this chapter, it says he prayed than ever before. Because he could, he, he was trying to ask himself a question. Why is God telling me to offer the son? I know God say, thou shall not kill, but today he tell me to do so. And I want to tell you this. The of Prophet say that when God told him, go and offer thy son, God kept quiet. He said, Abraham had a grief for three journey days to offer Isaac. As they were about to begin the journey on the third day, the patriarch, looking northward, saw the promised sign. A cloud of glory hovering over Mount Moriah, and he knew that the voice which had spoken to him was from heaven. After God been quiet to Abraham for three days, finally in the morning, the third day, when he, 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 when he, he, he woke up, he saw a cloud of glory. Now when you go to books, the spirit of prophets say that he, he remember that he, this is the very cloud which he saw. In Mesopotamia, and from that very cloudy, he had the voice to leave his country and go to the promised land. The sacrifice required of Abraham, I wanted to get to this part, and finally I'm here. The sacrifice required of Abraham was not alone for his own good. No soul for the benefit of succeeding generations. But it was also for the instruction of the sinless intelligences of of, of heaven and other worldies so what we are going through when tests come on God's people is not only for us it is for other planet, for other worldies for the angel for the seraphim and cherubim are watching what is taking place because remember God has to prove to his Creation that his, go, his law adjusted and they can be kept, and he needed total obedience. The field of the great co- controversy between Christ and Satan, the field on which the plan of redemption is wrought is out is the lesson book of the universe. because Abraham had shown a lack of faith in God's promises. Satan has accused him before the angels and before God of having failed to comply with the condition of the covenant. This takes us back to the book of Job. Job, worship you because you gave him A, B, C, D, and this and that and that and that and that and that. And God say, go and take what he has. So when tests come to God's people, it's not only for ourselves, but it's for other planets. And who are the object, who are at the very center to reveal God's character is sinners, me and you, through the grace of Christ, to develop a pure and holier character in the likeness of Jesus, so that certain accusation can be refuted. Amen. And that's why he's very angry at whoever tried to come close in harmony with God. Heaven being were witness of the sin of Abraham, of uh uh, sin of the faith of abraham and the submission of Isaac were tested. The trial was far more severe than that which had been brought upon Adam. Compliance with the prohibition laid upon our first parent involved, no suffering But the command to Abraham demanded the more agonizing sacrifice. All heaven be held with wonder and admiration. You see, when Adam was told that he should not eat the tree of life, he didn't have any pain. But here, Abraham had pain. And let me tell you today, when a sinner walk and develop a pure character, and when a sinner moves in the intense conflict, the creatures in heaven, angels, sinless pairs, sinless universe, they look at a mere sinner who is born as a sinner, yet develop the character of Christ. This is a terrible, terrible calamity to Satan. Because if a sinner who was born as a sinner... Who has not seen God face by face? He can develop a pure and whole character. Then Satan's fall. Satan was not supposed to fall. Then, if Satan was not supposed to fall, his fate to be destroyed is set up. He's supposed to be destroyed. So me and you, sinners, are the object, through God's grace, to refute Satan's accusation. Abraham unfolded the obedience. All heaven applauded his fidelity. Certain accusations were shown to be false. God declared to his servant, Now I know. Let's move. It has been difficult even for the angels to grasp the mystery of redemption. The compre- uh, to comprehend that the commander of heaven, the son of God, must die for guilty men. When the command was given to Abraham to offer up his own son. The interest of all heaven being was enlisted. They were watching with interest to see what will take place. With intense earnest, they watched each step in fulfillment of this command. When to Isaac question, when he, where is the lamb of, of a burnt offering? Abraham made answer, God will provide himself a lamb. And when the father's hand was stayed, as he was about to slay his, his son, and the ram which God had provided was offered in the place of Isaac, then light was shed upon the mist of redemption, and even the angels understood more clearly the one of provision that God has, uh, had made for man's salvation. You see, even angels could not comprehend. And I want to connect with this, to this book, Desire of Ages. Desire of Ages, chapter, it is finished. It says, when Jesus stood on the cross, certain accusations were totally refuted. And through the days of Jesus Christ, it was sign in heaven that Satan has to be eradicated from this planet. But God gave him more time to show his character. That he can reveal his animosity and enmity against God's law, which he's doing for no reason. So, I have five more minutes. We'll be done about that. Council for the Church, page 78. It is God's purpose to manifest through his people the principle of his kingdom. That in life and character they may reveal these principles. He desires to separate them from the customs, habits, and the practices of the world. He seeks to bring them near to himself that he, make, that he may make known to them his will. You see, when we are told to live, when, when, our, when the word of God comes in conflict with our character, it is because God wants us to draw closer to him so he can reveal to us his will. And when we develop a pure and whole and clear character through a human being that is born as a sinner developing a holy character, we vindicate the character of God through the universe. We are the object of God's love. And the only one who can refute Satan's accusation a simple human being, born in sin, but who can develop a clear, holy and heavenly character in this world of sin. And if they can develop the holy and noble character of heaven, then they are not supposed to be of this world. People that world, worldly, the world should never have live here to vindicate God's character. The purpose which God seek. The Lord has his eyes upon every one of his people. He has his plans concerning each, individually. Individually, as you are sitting there and as everybody is there, he has plan of each. Different job, different work in the church, yet together as one. It is his purpose that he, those who practice his holy priesthood shall be distinguished people. They should be different from all other people. To the people of God today as well as to the ancient Israelite, belong the words written by Moses through the spirit of expression. Thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God has chosen thee to be a special people and to himself above all people that are upon the earth. Brothers and sisters, it was a, a, a long uh, sermon, but I try to compress it together. God has chosen me, a human being, humble people who can walk. And holding Jesus' hand, and Jesus is standing before the heavenly host and say, you know what? I can give him power to be like him. He will, he, he will make it. When Abraham could not fit in the first test, he was given the second. You know, this tells me something. We are the one who give up. God never gave up on us. We are the one who give up and say, I don't want that. I can't. He never gave on us. He always pursue us. I want to close with a, a, a statement from this little book. The Remnant Church is a little book. And in this chapter 9, the Remnant Church say divine, exp- uh, divine experiment. The Lord Jesus is making experiment on human hearts. Through the exhibition of his mercy and abundance, grace. He is affecting transformation so amazed that Satan, with all his triumph, with all his confederate evil, unite against God and the law of his government, stand viewing them as a fortress impregnable to his sophistry and delusion they are to him as in, incomprehensible mystery. When Satan sees a mere human being develop the character of Jesus Christ in this sinful fallen planet, he's been confused. He gets confused. The angels of God, seraphim and cherubim, the powers commissioned to cooperate with human agencies, look on with astonishment And joy, that the fallen men, once children of wrath, are through the training of Christ, developing characters after the divine similitude, to be sons and daughters of God, to act an important part in the occupation of, in the occupations and pleasures of heaven. Brothers and sisters, this is it. If a sinner can keep God's law, then Satan's, who was cast out of heaven, his death, his destruction, is sure. And who can reveal and who can continue to make that sure is me and you. May God bless you today in Jesus' name. Amen.